Hi, I'm Joe. Welcome to Encourage Her. I am the creator and co-founder of Encourage Her. We are a God-given and purpose-driven ministry, inspiring women to be women who encourage. Join us every Monday to receive encouragement. We pray that this mission is a domino effect. By encouraging you, we hope and inspire you to get out there and encourage her. Join us today. Good morning, encouragers. It's Joe. Happy Monday. How are you? I hope you're doing well. I hope that when you woke up this morning, you were able to remember, like I said last week, not only that you're awesome, but that today's going to bring good and bad and you're going to be okay. It's going to be okay. God is with you and he can give you strength and courage and all the good things we've been talking about in this mini series, compassion, gentleness, right? We are capable because of him. So you can do hard things today. I just want you to remember that girl. All right. We are continuing our series in Colossians and we've been in Colossians 3, 12. I'm going to read it again, just to remind us. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and today, the last one, patience. So I love this verse, ladies, and I love that we've kind of slowed it down and broken it down a bit, but I want to point out something. At the very beginning of the verse, it starts off by saying that we've been chosen by God, we are holy, and we're dearly loved. So that's like a, you know, a precursor to all this goodness, that we can be compassionate and kind and humble and gentle and patient because we're dearly loved. When you're loved by someone, it fills you up and you're able then to pour out. We are so loved by God, ladies, far more than we could ever imagine or even conceptualize in our human brains. We just cannot understand. If you're a parent, you may have, you know, a taste of what it means to truly love someone unconditionally. If you can, if you had a, you know, positive experience or maybe a loving experience with your parents, that might have given you a glimpse of what that looks like. But we cannot even imagine what this really looks like, this truly dearly loved, right? We are dearly loved. And that's why we can do these things, not on our own accord, not on our own strength, If we did that, we'd fail, right? And when we do try to do it on our own, we fail because we're human. But because of God and because of the spirit that's inside of us, we can do it. And we can do it with a whole heart, not a selfish heart. So today we're going to talk about patience. And, you know, for me at least, when I think of the word patience, I feel like I thought I was a patient person. (laughs) I was a teacher uh, prior to going into ministry. I taught third grade. And you could give me, you know, 80 kids and I would be calm. Not always perfect. I'm not saying I was a perfect teacher, but I really was patient. Looking back now, I can say that I really was a patient teacher. I didn't need to scream or yell. I could manage the classroom, you know, by just getting them silent. Um, And I felt like I was patient. But looking back now, I can kind of realize that I think I was able to be patient because I had control. 
And I'm someone who loves control. I like to feel in control. Um, When I go through seasons of my life where I feel out of control, I don't do as well. I'm definitely not as patient. So there was kind of like an underlying control aspect to my ability to be patient. And as I've gone through life post-teaching, I've experienced a lot of things. A whole lot of life has happened. And some of these circumstances in my life have required me to truly be patient and to wait upon the Lord to do something. Um, My biggest example would be fostering my daughter. Uh, We fostered her for three and a half years. And if I can tell you that patience was required, um, that's an understatement of the century. I had to be so patient in waiting for God's plan. And I learned a whole lot about patience during that season of my life. Um, And I can't say that I always did it well because, again, I'm human. But because of God, I got through it. And I was able to maintain like a supernatural patience at times. Um, But I want to read you the definition of patience from just a Webster's Dictionary kind of thing. It says being patient is an adjective, right? It describes something. It's something or someone who is able to accept or tolerate delays, problems, or suffering without becoming annoyed or anxious. That's the key right there. Are you able to tolerate a delay? without becoming annoyed or anxious about it, right? Imagine yourself in traffic for a second. Ooh, (laughs) how about a problem you're having in your life or suffering? The Bible talks about something called long suffering. And I would describe my fostering experience as that. Sometimes we suffer for a really long time and there's nothing in our humanness we can do to solve it. And we need to be patient. And it's not in our humanness, right? We're not able to do that without Jesus. We're truly not. We can maybe pull it off for a little bit. Um, But true patience, spiritual patience, requires the Holy Spirit. And what I want to remind us of this morning is that meter. You know, that's a good way to kind of check ourselves on whether we're really being patient. Are we becoming anxious and annoyed? So, you know, you can think of little daily tasks. Like for me, it would be like getting my kids out the door. I can't say that I nail that every day without becoming annoyed and anxious. (laughs) Let's go get your shoes on. How many times have I asked you, right? If you don't have kids, you can imagine your own situation, sitting in traffic maybe. Um, So there's little exercises throughout the day where you can say to yourself, okay, am I relying on the Holy Spirit in this moment or am I getting caught up in my schedule, in my humanness, you know, in my um, fear of man being late for work or something like that? What is it that's causing me to be anxious and annoyed right now in this moment, because that's not allowing me to be patient, right? You're not being your best self. You're not being the version of God that he wants us to be, which would be a patient person. And again, we're not talking about perfection here. These are just things we're reaching for on the daily, which is why we need God every single day, right? And our father, if you read about that in scripture, talks about the daily bread. We need to renew our minds daily in order to be transformed by him. So it's about the word of God, being in the word of God, He's going to help you do that. But then you can exercise this throughout your day. There's so many moments, guys, when we can practice this. And then there's really big things that you wouldn't really call practice, right? My fostering example would probably be a good one for that. Okay. Maybe you're waiting for a job 
and you go to interview after interview and it goes really well and you don't get the job and you're super confused. Maybe you're waiting to get pregnant and every test that comes back negative each month just crushes you. You know, these are hard things. These are really hard, long suffering situations that you may not have control of despite your best efforts, right? But God's going to use it in your story. He's doing something in you during this process. He doesn't waste a moment or an experience. He wants to grow us and continuously, continuously make us more like his son, right? So I want to bring you in scripture somewhere else. When I was thinking about patience and my fostering story recently, I was brought to 2 Peter chapter 3, and it's verse 8. And it says, I'm trying to find it for you. It says, where am I? (laughs) Why can't I find it, girlfriends? All right. Well, I can't find it. But in 2 Peter, it talks about how the Lord is not slow in the way that we know slowness. He's actually just patient with you in waiting for you to repent. So sometimes we feel like in this moment of trying to be patient, right? In our humanness, we feel like God's taking forever on this. Why is he asking me to be patient this long? He knows the desires of my heart. Well, sometimes it's not about that, ladies. Sometimes it's about he's doing things to prepare you for the next moment and he's not ready yet. The things aren't lined up yet. You haven't maybe given something up. You haven't surrendered something or repent about something. And he's waiting upon you. He's actually a super patient God. He is the ultimate parent. He's just waiting upon us, ladies. Lovingly, he knows, you know, he dearly loves us. As the scripture says at the beginning, he dearly loves us and he is patient. When you read about Jesus and how he interacted with people, you don't see him like hurried. You know, you don't hear read scripture that says like Jesus was rushing off to his next healing. He was patient with people. And he could do that because of the Holy Spirit, right? He could do that because of God. The strength of his father, which he left behind for us in the form of the Holy Spirit. So ladies, in our little moments this week, like rushing out the door, sitting in traffic, waiting in a long grocery line. Let's practice patience because these little moments where we can practice patience and rely upon God in those moments and say, you know, this feels silly to pray right now in traffic, but God wants to be in your every moment and he wants to continue to grow you to be more patient, right? As a woman who wants to encourage in her world, patience will help us be able to be more present to encourage her. So let's practice this week in those little moments so that we get these little micro wins, right? We get these little micro growth moments so that when those big moments come that we don't have control over, we're able to rely upon the Holy Spirit and remember that ultimately we can be patient because he's patient with us. Ladies, I hope you enjoyed this mini series. It's been fun to kind of unpack this scripture with you. It just shows you, ladies, how much is in one line of scripture. We've just spent five weeks in one line of scripture. The word of God is absolutely incredible. You change every time you read it. 
So when you come back to the same scripture in a year from now, you'll be different, right? That's the goal. We're constantly evolving. But we can come back to scripture and it always can speak to us. So get into your Bibles today, girls. All right, get into your Bible. Allow God to use the word to transform you, to continue to grow you and make you who he originally designed you to be. And then turn around, get into your world and be a woman who chooses to encourage. Have a fantastic Monday. Love to you all. I'll catch you next Monday. Thanks for joining me today. It was fun being together. I hope you feel encouraged. I'll see you next week. Get out there and be an encourager.